0: by
1: welcome to victoria gold corp third quarter 2020 operating and financial results and updates today's conference is being recorded at this time i'd like to turn the conference over to john mcconnell director and ceo please go ahead sir
2: uh good morning afternoon or evening everyone again my name is john mcconnell president and ceo of victoria gold um, I'm joined today with our senior management team, uh, Marty Rendell, CFO, Mark Aranto, COO, Dave Rulo, VP and general manager, and Paul Gray, VP of technical services. Uh, to start, I'd just like to summarize the Q3 results, and then we'll open it up for questions. Uh, so from an operational highlights. We achieved commercial production July 1st, 2020. Uh, During the first quarter of commercial production, we mined 2.1 million tons of ore and stacked 1.9 million tons at an average grade of 0.85 grams per ton. Gold production during the quarter was 35,312 ounces. Gold sold during the quarter was 32,029 ounces at a realized price of U.S. 1886 per ounce. Cash costs were 804 uh U.S. per ounce and all-in sustaining costs were U.S. 1315 per ounce. Now in the press release, uh, we talked about some operational challenges and improvements we've made um, during the quarter. Not all have been completed, but uh, we have made a number of changes that um, include um, the feeders of the tertiary uh, crushers. Um, it's been an improved design to reduce maintenance and increase productivity. Uh, we've had much higher wear in the plant than anticipated this is uh, required that we change uh, liners and uh, we're in the process of that not all of the changes have been made but we've identified where changes need to be made and we expect that work to continue through to the end of the year uh, control systems, uh, there's been a number of process logistic upgrades, um, which will reduce nuisance uh, shutdowns. Uh, the dust control system in the crushing plant, we've improved that, and uh, that has dramatically improved uh, safety and productivity. Uh, We've also had a number of issues with the grasshopper conveyors on the leach pad. Um, One is uh, the wear, Um, we've had to redesign a number of the uh, grasshoppers to reduce the wear. Again, this is a liner issue, but also we had a number of grasshoppers that were undersized in terms of horsepower Uh, That's been uh, generally rectified. Uh, uh, New motors are arriving on site now and the work will be complete by the end of the year. And last but not least, I just want to make a comment on COVID. Um, It has certainly impacted our operation. Well, we have been able to work with government and various regulators to maintain operations, it no doubt has had an impact on both productivity of our workers and increasing the costs. Um, And then finally, I'll just uh, summarize, uh, you know, we have uh, restated our guidance. Originally, our gold production was anticipated to be 85,000 to 100,000 ounces, this half. We've reduced that to 72,000 to 77,000 ounces. And corresponding to that, um, our all-in sustaining costs have gone from 950 to 1100. We've increased that range from 1175 to 1275 US per ounce. And now I'll turn it over to our questions operator.
1: Well, thank you. If you would like to signal with questions, please press star 1 on your touchstone telephone. If you're joining us today using speakerphone, please make sure your mute function is turned off to allow your signal to reach our equipment. Again, that's star 1 if you would like to signal with questions. We'll pause for just a moment as you signal us. And our first question will come from Andrew McKitchock with BMO Capital Markets.
0: Hi, John. Um, Thanks for uh, taking questions on the call and and making yourselves available. Um, Can you just kind of give us a sense of what you think that the stacking could be in Q4 compared to Q3? Like um, with some of these changes still underway, should we expect an increase in stacking in the quarter? Quarter on quarter, or is it kind of more of a flat situation until this is uh, all wrapped up, and and you have room next year to come up to uh, design stacking rates?
2: Yeah, I mean the fourth quarter is still challenging. Um, you know, it's uh, difficult to make these uh, repairs while you're trying to operate. But we're doing the best we can, and I think from the guidance we've. Provided. You can see, uh, you know, the fourth quarter is uh, again challenging, um, but, uh, you know, we are getting uh, all the repairs done now, and we anticipate, uh, you know, the, the first quarter of 2021 will be shut down because of weather. Uh, again, we, you know, have always planned that we won't stack during the coldest months of the year. So that sets us up really well for the balance of uh 2021.
0: okay and um can you take us through a, any more commentary on um, um grade reconciliation or uh, essentially heap leach kinetics uh, i think essentially that the, both were addressed with about one sentence in the press release Um, saying that that it is in line with expectations. Uh, Do do you have any further commentary or or qualification to that?
2: Yeah, I think what I'll do is there's two questions there. And, uh, you know, they're certainly questions any investor should ask a new mining operation. Uh, How is the grade reconciling? And two, how is recovery reconciling? and for the first one on grade i'll ask uh paul gray our vp of technical services to uh, address the question
3: thanks john thanks andrew yeah a uh, good question of course uh, the eagle ore body is uh, is performing very well as far as grade reconciliation goes is a well-behaved ore body we've had uh very good reconciliation between our blast hole models and our reserve model in specific, uh, particularly within the area that we define as the mineralized shell that was within the the feasibility study. Um, uh, It's it's a a well-behaved body, as I said before, and I think that needs to be underscored. Uh, The one thing I will mention is uh, outside of that uh, restricted uh, mineralized shell, we defined everything as waste. Uh, We are running into some what we're calling bonus material, bonus ore, outside of there. So we're seeing an increase in tonnage, and uh, uh, and grade related to that. Uh, but in general, when we're when we're in our ore body and uh, and we're building down into it with each bench, getting closer closer to the heart of the uh, of the deposit, it's performing very well. So we've had no surprises, and uh, we're uh, well within expectations.
2: Okay, thanks, Paul. And for the second question, there in terms of um, Leach Kinetics and where we are with uh, recovery, I'll ask uh, Mark or our uh, Chief Operating Officer, to address that.
4: Yeah, hi, Andrew, and, and thanks for the question. Um, on the Kinetics, the, the short answer is the metallurgy and the metallurgical response as it relates to recovery is is tracking very well to what we have uh Uh, expected and and how we've guided so uh, when we we have the kinetic curves that allows us to determine when and how much gold we get out of the rock and when we um, when we update our model for the exact tonnage that we get on the pad the rock type the crush size and keep our kinetic curves we are tracking incredibly well to our predicted model so um, Right now, it's looking really good. The permeability is looking really good. We anticipate that to continue. We certainly continue some ongoing MET testing to help optimize uh, ultimate crush size and, and permeability and, and uh, primary leach rates, et cetera. But, you know, no red flags there, and we're incredibly uh, happy with what we have uh, guided from a recovery standpoint, and things are looking really good.
2: Okay, thanks Mark. Uh does that answer your question, Andrew?
0: That that does, John. Thank you. Um thanks, Paul and Mark. Uh, I'll uh I'll step back if there's other questions and I'll put myself back in the queue. Great. Thank
2: you.
1: Thank you. Our next question will come from Goldfinger with CEO.ca.
4: Hey John. Um when did you start to become aware of this you know abrasiveness? sort of problem that, that you know that you guys have you know had. And you know, in terms of the longer term cost of this mine, um are we still looking at sub thousand dollars? Uh and can you give us any guidance farther out in terms of the costs and how this affects the operation longer term? Yeah, thanks for the
2: question, Robert. Uh you know, we still guide to the technical report that we put out in December of last year. We think that, uh, you know, the costs and tonnages and production that are identified there are still very much valid. Um, so, you know, I, I'd refer to you to that document. I would say the uh, abrasiveness issue uh, we saw early on. And, uh, you know, one of the challenges was everything wears out at about the same time. So, you know, we needed to, uh, get, uh, maintenance onto a new schedule. In some cases, we had to change things out earlier than, uh, we wanted to. But, uh, you have to get everything balanced and it just takes some time to do it.
0: Okay. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Our next question will come from Justin Stevens with PI Financial.
0: Hey, guys. A um,
5: bunch of the stuff I was, we're going to hit on has already been
1: answered, uh, but just a couple left
5: for me. Uh, any major capital items that you guys are expecting sort of from now
2: uh, through the middle of next year? Um uh, thanks for the question justin uh you know it's i can't really guide to that right now um except to say you know again refer to the technical report of uh, december of last year you know uh we're on track with uh, the sustaining capital that was identified in in that report all
5: right sounds good
2: so nothing, um, nothing was, unusual.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That was more what I, more I was wondering. Um, and on your strip ratio, I mean, I know uh, if you guys are planning to stop stacking, obviously during the coldest months and, and cover the pad. Uh, obviously, mining will continue. Is there going to be sort of a focus on on moving? Uh, I guess you know, waste or or marginal material during the winter months, uh, like there was last year to uh obviously sort of you know if you're not going to be crushing it uh to the pad anyways may as well just uh sort of limit your hauls. but the plan again for the the coming winter here
2: yeah although we won't be stacking we'll continue to mine and primary crush and stockpile that material so you know we'll get ahead on the ore and get that stockpiled but uh yeah, we always like to take advantage of advantage of an opportunity to mine higher amounts of waste so that we benefit in the future. There is an additional cost to that, so you have to balance it.
0: Yeah,
5: exactly. And then obviously then then the you know, sort of the effective strip would tick up uh as a result when you in those periods. Um exactly. That makes sense. Um just and then just uh in terms of the debottlenecking and the sort of the you know the, these street improvements, uh how much of those costs roughly are sort of seeing Q three versus probably into Q four? Is it about half half or, or, or leading towards U? Yeah, I'd say half half. Okay. Um yeah, and then just the the sort of the is the capitalized shipping plan. Uh, sort of going to remain about the same uh, sort of through into next year? Uh, or is there any, any lumpiness there, uh, I guess, sort of as discussed with potential in sort of Q1 to be a bit heavier?
2: Um, no, we're we're operating to the plan that was laid out in the technical report. Okay. Perfect. I think that's it for me. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks, Justin.
1: And. We'll go to Andrew McKitchock with Nemo Capital Markets.
0: All right, John, just a quick follow-up on that sustaining capital, which rolled in at about $20 million in the quarter, but all else being equal, that that wouldn't be a sustainable amount going forward, right?
2: Um, well, I think we broke it down. Uh, uh, maybe I'll ask Marty to remind us uh how that uh, breaks down. So, Marty Brindle, our uh, CFO. Uh,
6: Thanks, John. And uh, hi, Andrew. The sustaining capital uh, right now is a little bit interesting because uh, what we've been doing in Q3 and will continue to do in Q4 is our waste stripping above our strip ratio, which life of mine is about 1.0, anything above that 1.0 strip ratio, we're capitalizing. And that's a little different than we anticipated previously, but we've worked with our auditors on this uh, capitalized stripping uh, accounting treatment. And so we've had a lot of that waste movement that we've capitalized in Q3 with about $6 million of that Q3 sustaining capital was moving waste. And in the technical report, uh, that was considered a – expense rather than capital so it's a movement from line items from an expense to a capital line item it doesn't affect cash flow and it doesn't affect uh bottom line all in sustaining costs but it does make our sustaining capital look higher and our mining expenses look a little lower when we move more waste than ore during a quarter and that is expected to continue in q4
0: Thanks, Marty. Um, John, if I could just follow up with one more last question. And generally, the crushers themselves, the three phases of crushing, are the crushers themselves operating as expected, you've talked about the wear plates and this and that, but the actual equipment, uh, how is that performing?
2: Yeah, you know, um, our uh, general VP and general manager, Dave Rulo, one of his uh, – Favorite sayings is all the pots and pans uh, are working fine. It's the uh, some of the things in between that aren't working well. Um, and so, as you know, laid out in the press release, we've made a number of changes in design of chutes. We've had to replace liners, but uh, the crushers are themselves are all working very well.
0: Yeah. Okay, well, that uh, runs me out of questions. Thank you very much for your time, everyone. Thanks, Andrew.
1: Once again, if you would like to signal with questions, please press star 1 on your tone telephone. Again, star 1 if you would like to ask questions. Our next question will come from D. Wilson, a private investor.
5: Thank you. Uh, John had mentioned – restructuring the debt to achieve lower interest rates back in the summer. Can you just let us know how you're doing on that front? Thank you.
4: Yeah, good
2: question. Yes, we are uh we did go out to uh, a number of banks on uh refinancing the debt. Um and we're making good progress on that and uh you know, I can't provide a timeline right now, but I would say stay tuned. Uh, uh, Certainly, uh, Marty and our consultants are uh, working uh, as fast as they can to get that done, and uh, you'll see uh, an announcement in the
0: coming months. Thank you.
1: At this time, there are no further questions.
0: All right.
2: Well, thank you, operator, and thank you, everyone, for uh, joining in. And uh, our next regular call will be uh, uh, after the uh, fourth quarter results are released. Well, thank
0: Thank you. you.
1: That does conclude today's conference. We do thank you for your participation. Have a wonderful day.
0: Thank you for listening to TSX Quarterly. If you enjoyed the cast, remember to leave a good rating. And remember, for any additional inquiries, please consult the company's investor relations section on their website. See you next time.